Nerd to Me podcast presents The Week in Geek with your anchors, Alan and Jonathan, Aquaman with the weather, and Boba Fett with sports. Good evening, this is Alan, and this is The Week in Geek. Mr. Jonathan, what's the first story up? Our first story for this past week, Alan, is the Solo, a Star Wars story trailer dropped uh, on Monday with a teaser that was presented during the Super Bowl. Hooray. So uh, I saw the trailer. You saw the trailer. What are your thoughts? Uh, let's see. Uh, I'm a, I was okay with it. I would say this has got to be the first Star Wars trailer where I didn't go bonkers. You know, even The Last Jedi, I think I got so giddy. Uh, all of them. I think I've gotten giddy for every single one. And this one, less giddy. Yeah, I agree. I think, well, I mean, less Jedi, we were all stoked for. Sure. Until we, until we saw it. But um, remember remember the excitement? I always go back to this. Remember the excitement of Phantom Menace? Oh, heck that trailer. Yeah. I think we're oh, jumping off the chairs. <laughs> I know. Yeah, we were, we were buying tickets to see meet joe black and then leaving um <laughs> when the movie started um yeah i have no i mean i'm gonna go see it of course because yeah. i'm addicted to star wars i guess this is the best way to put it um but yeah i'm not hyped for it i'm not i'm not even expecting it to be good the trailer I, I don't know that it made me change my mind about anything i thought beforehand um they barely gave I don't even know the guy's name, but the, the guy playing Hansel, they barely gave him any real screen time. Danny Glover, yeah. yeah. Not Danny Glover. Danny oh, sorry. Glo- sorry. First of all, <laughs> Danny Glover is the lethal weapons <laughs> right, guy. That's right. Oh, that's Donald terrible. Glover is playing Lando Calrissian. You sure he's not Danny Glover? Because that'd be awesome. <laughs> it would be. <laughs> right. I'm getting too old for this stuff. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm getting too old for these castle runs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you're so stupid. Yeah. Um, so not 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 as giddy. No, not at all. And and the trailer didn't do anything to alleviate my worries. And I got a question: Is there are there any other females in the Star Wars universe except for brunette English actresses? <laughs> is that a is that a thing we can? And look, I love look. She's beautiful. I love Daenerys Targaryen. Yeah. Um, but come on, now. Like it was to the point where during the Super Bowl commercial, my nephew's like. Um, oh, this is uh, this is um, Rogue One Part Two. I said, <laughs> I said, did you see Rogue One? He goes, yeah. I'm like, did they leave room for a Part Two? He goes, well, why is she in it then? I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> right. uh, so, so, but did you pick anything in it that you liked? Um, any positives? I got a couple. I, well, I'm looking forward to seeing. I hope, I hope this tells us how. Han and Chewie became Han and Chewie. Like I, right. I don't want the movie to begin with the, the relationship being already established. Okay, gotcha. Um, and I'm curious to see about Lando. Okay. Um, now, did you notice the Millennium Falcon actually looked a little different? Oh yeah, that's been all over the interwebs. Um, apparently, it's supposed to be a newer version with. Oh, you mean it's not, not the? No, no, it's no, it's the original Millennium Falcon, but oh, okay. it's, it's younger, so. He didn't make any modifications to it yet. Gotcha. Yeah, so 
I'm curious to see that. Because um, there's part in the front of the Millennium Falcon that is completely different. Did you pick that up? Right. That middle part. That middle that part. That's on yeah. is there. Yeah. Um, but it's hard to look at that and not think it's just a merchandising thing. Like, Disney's like, we got to sell some of these things oh. for $100 a piece. Dang. So... Yeah. When people already have the Millennium Falcon, so change it up. Right. Just like the, just like the way they change the ad ads for um, Rogue One and um, the Last Jedi. Right. Um, merch. Got to sell that merch. Uh, yeah. So I'm not excited about it. Now, now I, when you heard the voice, did, did it throw you off a little bit? Like, could could you accept this guy could be Han Solo? Um. Yeah, I think I was having a hard time with that too. Not really the voice, but the, I don't know why specifically, but his hair bothered me. Oh, did like, Han Solo wouldn't have that haircut. <laughs> well, you, you don't know. So, how old do you? He's supposed to be what in his early twenties, or no, even younger? You think? Yeah, I'm younger than early twenties. I don't think he's a teenager. So yeah, maybe early to mid twenties. Right, because because um, Woody Harrelson says, "Hey, kid, you know, yeah. you want to get on a, you know, when you want to do something and." You want to get a coke? No. Yeah, you want to hang out? Let's go to cheers. No, he says he's, put, he's putting a gang together or something like that. Isn't it? Or yes. a crew together. He's putting a crew together, yeah. right? They're gonna have a heist. But, yeah, I'm, and that's nothing. I'm curious to see where this where this fits in the chronology. Chronology. Right. Okay. <laughs> I said it right. One of those was right. Yeah. Um, because it'll give us a better idea of how old he was in A New Hope. Oh, sure. And uh, I'm thinking he was like 35-ish in A New Hope, more in tune with uh, Harrison Ford's real age. So I don't know how they're going to do this because the way the timeline works with Attack of the Clones and, and Revenge of the Sith, there's only 20 years between the end of Revenge of the Sith and the beginning of A New Hope. Right. So is this taking place right after Revenge of the Sith? Is this taking place concurrently with Revenge of the Sith? Mm-hmm. You know? So that's that's where I'm, I'm curious where it fits in everything. And I think, did you see Maz Kanata in the uh, trailer? No. I think I saw her. I think I saw her. Really? I don't know why I said it twice, but I okay. do. Well, I don't know. I remember, she's a thousand years She's a thousand oh, years old. you're right. Now I'm thinking, yes, yes, yes. I think I did see her. Yes. So I'm curious about that. Yeah. Um, did you ever see that movie Age of Adeline? No. You didn't? No. Huh. All right, well, whatever. Well, anyway, the, ah, uh, man. The, well, anyway, Age of Adeline. Is it a cartoon or a live action? No, it's a live action movie. Uh, Harrison Ford is in it. And, um, and there's a part of the movie where you see a young Harrison Ford. And it's actually played by a guy who I kind of looked this up way back when I saw Age of Adeline because I was actually impressed thinking, boy, that really sounds like Harrison Ford. And even his look was Harrison Ford. And it turns out this guy, his name is Anthony Ingrubber, I think his name is. And if you look on YouTube, apparently, yeah, he actually is a Harrison Ford impersonator that oh, actually funny. looks and sounds like And when you hear him talk, I'm telling you, if you watch the movie Age of Adeline and you hear him talk and you see him, you think, wow, this is Harrison Ford as a younger guy. And I was thinking... Uh, maybe that's what I was looking for like a little bit more of a, a resemblance of Harrison Ford but I get it it's not young Harrison Ford it's young Han Solo so you know so so I think when I'm watching the trailer the, the voice is kind of throwing me off a little bit but you know what can you do but let's put it this way when you heard Obi-Wan Kenobi oh, I'm sorry shoot Ewan McGregor <laughs> play Obi-Wan Kenobi wait wait let's rewind no because I got a lot of crap for calling Billy D. Lando yeah. in our Batman 1989 oh, whatever <laughs> Ewan McGregor when you heard him play Obi-Wan you were convinced huh like oh my god that sounds just like Alec Guinness 
yeah, but he, I mean, he put that voice on. Exactly, you know, he, exactly. He that, I think yeah. that's what I was looking for was a yeah. little bit of him trying to to have that Harrison Ford kind of tone or or whatever you want to call it. But anyway, Age of Adeline, skip through it. Anthony and Grubber, check him out. And I think it would have been a fine Han Solo. Acting wise, the guy's from YouTube, so you know, I, I get, I guess, <laughs> I get what what Disney did, but yeah, CGI man, you can dub over stuff. Oh my god! Times. Okay, yeah, because that's what a Star Wars movie needs: more CGI. <laughs> All right. All right. So, final verdict: uh, I'll go see it. I'm not terribly excited about it. How about you? Uh, oh, exactly. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm definitely seeing it for sure. I mean, definitely, definitely going to see it. As to what to expect, well, you know what? Me with my low expectations, I'll come out a little bit happier. But we'll see. Yeah. I mean, I would love for it to prove me wrong and be something I want to see like every day for like a week. I would love for it to be that kind of movie. I think what makes this difficult compared to Rogue One is that I think this is a story no one was was really looking for. And how they sold it for Rogue One was they took that line out of that that Star Wars crawl about, you know, about these guys that got the plans. And that, you know, that little concept it, it, it grabbed me, it drew me in. The solo movie, I'm not too sure where this is coming from other than just thinking of more stories, you know? So that's right. why I don't I don't feel very vet invested in it, I guess is what I'm trying yeah. to say. Because remember when they announced these new movies, they had the new trilogy and they said there'll be, uh, there'll be a movie explaining how they got the Death Star plans and then there'll be a Han Solo and a Boba Fett movie. And they yeah. actually, I think they canceled the Boba Fett movie and I think that's becoming the Ben Kenobi movie, which I... We don't even know if it's confirmed, but I'm so excited for the Ben Kenobi. Movie. Are you looking? Are you hoping they're going to get Ewan McGregor? Uh, he he wants to do it, and he's the right age. Yeah. You know I mean? Oh man! Oh, I, wanna, I just want to see it. That's what you need. I mean, he was the best part of the trilogies. Yeah, <clears throat> more or less. But yeah, no, I agree. <clears throat> anyway, casting wise, it was fantastic. Okay, right. What's what's next, boss? Our, all right, our second story was. The heads or whoever's in charge of Star Wars, which I think is Kathleen Kennedy, mm-hmm. has hired the showrunners of Game of Thrones. And I might screw these name, names up. I hope not. David Beninoff and D.B. Weiss to write and produce a new series of Star Wars film. Now, this is independent of the three movies that Ryan Johnson is set to write and ruin. So, um... <laughs> did you say write and ruin? <laughs> is that what you heard? Yeah, I did. Then that's what I said. <laughs> gotcha. Right. Um, now, you said, you know, we, we talked briefly about this. You said you, you used to watch Game of Thrones, but you just haven't kept up with it? Yeah, I think I, I, think I want to say... I I got the first three, maybe four seasons, and then I stopped. Okay. This show has gotten so D-A-M-N good. I to spell it out. I don't know. I don't know. Um, But it's gotten so good. I mean, the the last season was kind of rushed because they're trying to wrap everything up because there's only one more season left. Um, But these guys know what they're doing. I mean, they know how to create tension. They know how to create drama. Um, But wait a minute. They're not writing these. They're the writers of the TV show? I thought this was based on the book. Well, yeah, but they adapted it. So... Oh, okay. I got you. um, And and they're beyond the books now. Like, there's no way for 
like the fans of the book are still waiting for this guy to write a book about what happened like three seasons ago. Oh, okay. now they're also like they know they had the general mo- roadmap, like the the writer told them, like where everybody's kind of going to wind up. Gotcha. Um, but they've been, you know, I think the past two seasons they've been kind of independent. Oh, that's the fantastic! Then good for them. Yeah. So it says it's going to be separate. Uh, reading off of StarWars.com, where I, I read the initial announcement. Um, they're going to write and produce a series of Star Wars films. They will be separate from both the episodic Skywalker saga mm-hmm. or saga and the recently announced trilogy being developed by Ryan Johnson. Um, you know, and then Kathleen Kennedy blows some sunshine up their butt. They're the best story tales working today. <laughs> they're command of complex characters, depth of story, blah, blah, blah. Uh, yeah. So thoughts on that. What are your thoughts on it? Well, again, I, I don't, I haven't seen the latest Game of Thrones stuff but if they have the same vein of that that medieval-esque lights of lightsaber stuff sword play and 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 uh backstabbing where for remember game of thrones is that don't get too attached to anyone in particular because they're, they're gonna die eventually exactly yeah so if they if they can pull in that kind of depth to the star wars universe then man i'm all for it that's gonna be super exciting to to see them branch i am yeah I am I am over the moon about this news, especially with my thoughts on how I feel about Ryan Johnson and him getting a new trilogy. Over wait, the moon. Are they gonna do they are gonna do movies? Is that what they're gonna do? It says movies, yeah. Wow, okay. Because um, they had this thing where my, Disney was gonna have like a Star Wars channel or something like that. Or oh no, maybe it was a Disney channel. Like you know, like Netflix. Yeah, like because everybody's streaming now. Yeah, yeah. everybody's streaming now. Okay. Like uh, CW's got one. Paramount, where they debuted the Star Trek. Um, No, CBS, I'm sorry, not Paramount. So, here's where where I want them to take this. Right. Knights of the Old Republic. Ooh. Go thousands of years to when the Jedi and the Sith were just battling it out with each other. That's, I love it. That's where I want them to go with that. I love it. Okay, I'm down with that. So I'm excited. Although it's going to probably be like 10 years before we see anything from them with the pace <laughs> that they put down Game of Thrones and the fact that the Ryan Johnsons. Here, here's my question. <clears throat> question away. So we have Solo in 2018. We have uh, Episode 9, right? Is that what we're doing? Episode 9 in 2019. Okay. 2020 is assumed to be um, Ben Kenobi. Do you okay. think there's a year or two where we don't get a Star Wars or that all this will be in place so that we have a 2021 movie, a 2022 movie? Goodness. Do you I think, think there's a year or two? I think they got every every year there's going to be something Star Wars. They want to keep the momentum running because they're starting their Star Wars theme park in the Disney. I mean, yeah, in the Disney World and Disneyland places. So that that just only adds to it, I think, you know. So I think, right after, yeah, I think every year you're gonna get a little, you're gonna get something. That's for sure. Disney didn't spend all that money just for once in a while. <laughs> They're cashing in, yeah, yeah. And and then we're probably gonna keep seeing three Marvel movies a year too. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, well, man, man as long as they put a quality stuff, I'm okay with that. Yeah, let's hope movie passes around for the next ten years. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you know, the superhero genre is eventually going to die out, just like cowboys and Indians. I mean, it's, it, it happens. Well, yeah, all, all, yeah. Both these bubbles are going to have to burst soon. I think Star Wars and uh, yeah, and, and the superheroes. Sure. 
Watch the, watch the superhero bubble burst just as DC starts getting good. <laughs> oh, that's gonna... They're like, we're making these great movies. Why is nobody going? Yeah, we're tired of superhero movies. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's see. What else we got next? Um, another trailer drop uh, just today. Man, all these trailers. Deadpool. Yeah, no, Deadpool 2. And with it was the introduction of, we got a really good look at Cable, uh, Josh Brolin's take on um, the son of Gene Gray and Scott Summers. Yeah. What do you think? It. I loved it. I thought it was cool. And I'll tell you this much. Uh, first Deadpool, and I know it made a lot of money. I actually wasn't... A- a huge fan of it. I mean, I I was entertained. I don't think I was gaga as other people that saw the movie. But again, just like Ant Man two, uh, Ant Man Wasp, I think it's going to be better than the first one. I think this is going to be better than Deadpool. So uh, I'm excited for this one. Cool to see. Cool to see. Yeah, I mean, I love. One. I love Deadpool one. <laughs> uh, I'm on the. Sorry. What? I, Were you yawning? I yawned. I'm sorry. I was yawning. <laughs> oh, well, I thank you for. Oh, I started oh. yawning. You were talking, right. and you stopped talking in mid yawn. I'm like, I'm so enthusiastic. Okay. No, but I didn't want to leave any dead air. Gotcha. Um, as like this is much better anyway. Yeah. But um, <laughs> what was I? Saying? So yeah, I mean, Deadpool is just not a character I gravitate toward. I mean, right. I liked the movie; it was funny and all that other good stuff. Yeah. But I, you know, he's just he's just not my type of hero. Sure. Um, and he blew up. So yeah, Deadpool. I think I think the addition of you know more X Men and Cable, uh, you know, I think it'll make it a good movie. And and I think Josh Brolin. I was a little eh about Josh Brolin when I first heard about the casting because he seems to be getting around a lot now you know and, when, uh, when you heard his voice as cable i, I automatically yeah. i'm thinking of thanos did you get that yeah a yeah. little bit uh, yeah, like, oh boy <laughs> um but i think you know he, he'll do i think he'll do a good job as cable so yeah. it, it looks good i'm glad they're tapping into uh like the expanded universe of the x-men universe like x-force and uh new mutants um I'm excited to, to see that kind of character and see what happens with this. Maybe they will do an X Force movie if they could pull that one off. Yeah, and I wonder, I wonder, and I wonder if this deal that Marvel and I guess Fox just did. Uh-huh. I wonder if Deadpool will eventually be in the MCU. Oh, wow! I, I don't see why not. Because I would love to see a Spider-Man, Spider-Man, Deadpool, or could you imagine Deadpool and Captain America in the same movie? <laughs> <laughs> and the Punisher, that'd be awesome. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, the Punisher. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, I'm not, I, I'm positive about it. Like I again, man, Disney knows how to make trailers. Marvel know them; they know how to make trailers. So th- this was a good one. But apparently, they didn't do a good solo one. So <laughs> I'll, I'll take the Deadpool <laughs> one. Yeah, yeah. Which you know, so you're talking about two companies that know how to make trailers, and Han Solo was still underwhelming. So what's that say about the movie? Going um, back to Solo, do you? Because Ron Howard kind of jumped in. At some point in this movie, right? I know we're going back again, but I want to do I this. I think it was toward the end of filming. Like, they're almost done with this thing. And then, and then Dis- Ron Howard's doing Disney what? Disney saw something they didn't like. Wow. Disney oh, saw something they didn't like, fired the two guys. Apparently, there was it was a very comedic movie. Oh. Which, I don't know why Disney was surprised, because the guys they hired were known for the comedic movies. Sure. Uh, 
and I guess, or either that or you changed your mind and was like, you know, we're going to take this in a different direction. And apparently Ron Howard, like, filmed probably, like, most of it over again. I, I'm not, I don't think it's like Justice League where there are some Snyder scenes still left and, and sure. you know, it's an amalgamation of the two, yeah. a lead and a Snyder. I think what we're going to see is going to be probably 99% Ron Howard, if not 100%. That's crazy. Okay. Yeah. Sounds interesting. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. All right. So that's our three stories. We got we got time for some quick hits. Quick hits. You ready? Yes. Quick hits. Uh, your boy Stan Lee was in the hospital the weekend. What yeah. Happened? Holy smokes. When I got the news on that one, I was like, I remember looking to my wife. I'm like, oh, no, this can't be good. And then luckily the day after, you know, he went on some Skype, I think, Skype video and basically says, hey, guys, I'm fine and I'm glad thanks for the publicity i love it and great i was like whoo you know but hey man stanley is 95 yeah he had some like a heart issue i think it was okay yeah which which he has bailed out before of other events and i know he's bailing out another one recently in florida he's bailing on that one well good for him he needs to rest the guy needs to rest but he's 95 years old you know yeah, 95 years yeah old. he's god getting up him. there god bless him exactly so stanley continue uh, to get better so- and all that stuff <laughs> So, um, I don't know if it's morbid to talk about this, but when he does eventually pass, yeah, how does the geek how does the geek world mourn? Wow. How do they mourn? Oh my goodness. Yeah. Niagara Falls, bro. <laughs> I, <laughs> I'll cry. For sure I'll cry. You know, I mean, he, he meant a he meant a lot to you and I for for the culture yeah. that we're in right now. Um no, I'm gonna be devastated. I'm gonna be really super sad. I don't know, I'll, I'll call I'll call him. If my boss is listening to right now, if the, he finds out that Stanley died, just expect me not going to work the next day. That's so it's that it's that simple. So, I, I will say this: I don't know how I'm going to react because I really don't think about what Stanley means to me. Okay. Often, but this little story: I was at a at Baltimore Comic Con and just walking around with my friend, and I turned the corner, and at a table is Marv Wolfman, and Marv Wolfman is the creator of Nightwing, and Nightwing's my favorite hero, right? Right. Um. I, if you'd asked me any time before that moment, uh, it, hey, how would you feel if you met more Wolf? I'm like, oh, it'd be pretty cool to meet him, shake his hand, talk to him. Yeah. Alan, when I saw him and realized who it was, I could not speak. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right. Something came over me. I was like, oh my God, that's Marv Wolfman. I'm standing in front of Marvel. What do I, I mean, because this guy, I mean, he's written some of the some of my favorite stories in comic book of all time right. and i'm just staring at this guy and i was i was a bubbling fool <laughs> and uh god bless he signed a, he signed a comic book for me he took a picture with me um so i mean i tell that story saying you know not not to diminish more wolfman's importance but i don't know how i'm gonna react with stanley because <laughs> i had no idea i'd react like that means more wolfman i gotcha so, yeah you never know i man. don't know yeah. i don't know if i'm ready i might we both might need to have a day off and oh it's official it's, when it's done <laughs> if i find out you thought i'm not going to work the next day because i'm just gonna be bummed i'm just gonna be bummed i'm gonna yeah, spend the so. whole day watching marvel flicks and stuff but i'm gonna be bummed i met stanley once i went to the comic-con down wizard con in la and I met him. There was a line to get into the Wizard Con, and there was a line to get the ticket to see Stanley, yeah. and then there was a line to get to actually see Stanley. So, basically, six hours went to see Stanley, and it was worth every second. Shake, shaking his hand, did meeting you get him. a picture? Uh, n- I didn't get a picture. I did have him sign some of my stuff, um, but uh, yeah. Did he it, talk to you? 
Yeah, he didn't like stare at me. Said, "I move along, kid." He's a nice guy, super nice guy. <laughs> oh, what do we have here? You got this bust of me, and blah, blah, blah. I was like, "Oh my god, Stanley That's... can't talk. I just peed my pants." But it, it, it's like how you see him on TV is how he presented himself in front of me. Uh, just a sweet, sweet man. So yeah, you know, it's funny when you when you told me that story when it happened. I was a little jealous because I've never gotten to meet him okay. or get his autograph. But then then I. What I found, guess where? In my mom's basement. What? Uh, I, I, it was a it was a sealed, you know, a factory sealed PlayStation One game called X Men Mutant Academy. And I'm like, why do I have this? And why is it sealed? As I look closer, I realized there were two signatures on it. It was signed by Brian Singer and Stan Lee. What? I apparently, I, yeah, years ago. Like right before the first X Men movie came out and this game came out, yeah, I think I filled out like a postcard or something online, right. and I won. Like I didn't win the grand prize, but there was like fifty people who get a signed right. game, and I won it. And I never opened it because it was signed on the plastic, so I never opened it. Wow! And like everything else, it wound up in my mom's basement. And I'm like, holy <laughs> crap! I got it. I got something signed by Stan Lee. <laughs> that's sick. That's awesome, man. Yeah, that's really cool. And Brian Singer. Yeah, so, that'd be cool. All right, cool. All right. So, quick hit number two. Uh, you have some movie movie news about Jumanji making some buck, huh? A little bit. Yeah, man, Jumanji is making big bucks. Right now, they just passed Thor Ragnarok, which was a big movie. They passed Wonder Woman already. They're on pace to pass Furious 7, which I can't believe made that much money. But uh, so far, uh, yeah, they, they are really ranking up. Right now, they're sitting at the, at the number five movie of 2017 as to its gross. It is making a gazillion dollars. It's, it's, it's crazy. It's really cool. Look, I like the movie. It was good, but I would have never thought it would beat these big superhero movies. I, I agree. I thought it was a great movie, and I cannot believe the legs on this stupid movie. And they're saying this is like the first number one <laughs> that came out in December that's still hitting number one in February, which is, yeah, that is a big thing, I guess. And it hasn't been done since Titanic. And I was like, wow, Jumanji versus Titanic? That's crazy. But uh, something about the movie. It is a fun movie. I'll give it that. But I was shocked. Well, here... here- Here's the funny thing. I'm looking at the top five, yeah. and um, you, you mistakenly said it beat Wonder Woman. It has to beat Wonder Woman. Um, number five is Jumanji okay. at $354 million. Okay. Uh, Guardians is four. Guardians two is in fourth place with $390. Uh, Wonder Woman, I, is this? This must be domestic, I'm thinking. Wonder Woman is third with $412 million. Um. Beauty and the Beast that even came out last year. <laughs> like, <laughs> Beauty and the Beast is that Beauty and the Beast is at a half a billion four five hundred four to be exact, and Star Wars: The Last Jedi. So Jumanji at number five at three hundred fifty four million. Star Wars at number one six hundred and fifteen million. Wow, <laughs> bang! So there's a huge difference between yeah one and five. But did you think Jumanji is going to be that big? No, not at all. Not at all. And that's what's blowing my mind. I mean, it, it was fun. It was good. I, I liked it because it, it took the bad taste out of the last jet out of my mouth. But I can't believe it's doing this well. Considering there have been some quality movies that, that actually came out recently, too, right? You On your uh, podcast, you did The Post, right? That was yeah. a good movie. Yeah. And you did a couple of actually really good movies. And Stupid Jumanji's taking it home. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Crazy. Yep. All right. All right. Quick hit number three. Boom. 
Wolf Wolf Reed has his own podcast. What? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they they dropped a little teaser. Uh, I think it was today, and it's a three minute teaser. It's called Wolverine Long Night. So if you look that up that on the on the podcast app, you'll find it. And I thought it was pretty cool to kind of mention because it's it's kind of like an audio book, really. But uh, it sounds good. I'm excited. Little Wolverine in my ear, and uh, and and the, the teaser's out now, but I, I believe the whole production won't be coming out till this fall. So you have to wait a little bit. But uh, look and for so it. So it's a podcast where you, you get it every week, or I'm not too sure how it's going to drop. Honestly, I don't know if it's a weekly. But is it Wolverine talking to you? Like, yeah, they, talking they, about yeah, trailers they, and what? No, it's 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 <laughs> they have it's a clip of of the show that they're doing. It sounds like, and you know, with full background production and stuff, and uh, the guy that voices Wolverine was actually pretty good. So uh, I'm excited for that. All right, though, I have to take a listen. Yeah, yeah, Wolverine: right. The Long Night. Um, our next quick hit. Um, well, the Super Bowl just passed, so with Super Bowl comes commercials, and with those commercials, inevitably a bunch of trailers. So our third trailer that we will touch on today will be uh, Mission Impossible Six. <laughs> Do, 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 do. Now, um, I actually mentioned this. <laughs> I don't know. I was trying to do the Mission Impossible movie, but that was bad. Good job. I, I mentioned this. I'm holding. <laughs> you, you can't see it, but I'm holding two thumbs up. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. I, I mentioned this in our end of the year podcast of what I was looking for in 2018, and this is one of them. I dig freaking Tom Cruise and his Mission Impossible movies. The one that he did, Rogue Nation, last year. I loved it. And uh, Fallout looks awesome. I'm digging it. And and there, I think they are kind of continuing on with the same cast members, uh, with a lady from MI6, and uh, and I, I loved her. I loved her role in that. And uh, so I'm stoked. I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm getting giddy giddy. And I dig Tom Cruise. So I'm happy. Yeah, he does. He does a lot of his own stunts. Didn't he hurt himself on this movie? Broke his freaking ankle, man. <laughs> yeah, they did a little wow. slow mo of, of him jumping like cross buildings, and you know when you see body parts that that bend in the wrong direction, like it oh, is yeah. disturbing, you know. And I see these kind of injuries a lot, and this was just gross. And hey, the, the guy's a stud because they showed a clip of that particular film and he still climbs up the wall and still tries to run past the camera and the take that you see in the movie is the exact take of him breaking his ankle him trying to get up and walk on the damn thing and running past the camera uh. that is in the movie and he said this the clip you see in the movie is the whole real deal and that's why he's Tom Cruise and why he makes 50 bajillion dollars and lots of Botox but the guy's <laughs> great I, I dig it I dig it <laughs> All right. Yeah. Okay. That, I got excited. All right. Um, one last quick hit. Yeah. Um, it was a commercial during the Super Bowl, and this is kind of surprising too. Okay. Because, um, Cloverfield Paradox was dropped. Uh, the commercial dropped on Super Bowl, and then the movie premiered on Netflix like right after the Super Bowl. So it shocked everybody. But that's what J.J. Abrams does with these Cloverfield movies. He doesn't tell you a lot about them. He drops them. And um, what the weird thing about this one is it, it went straight to Netflix and it wasn't in theaters. So I watched it Monday night. I enjoyed is it. it. Is it? Uh, does it? Is there any continuity? Because I know the Cloverfields are all kind of kind of different. 
right? The first yeah, film was like a Godzilla to, thing. The to, second one was John Goodman in, in like a in like a safe house, right? like an alien thing. Actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and that was good. I don't know if you saw that one. But that was yeah, a good that was one too. Good one, yeah, um, Ted Cole Lane. But yeah, this one kind of tries to explain both things. Oh, okay. Um, I don't want to get into it, but it was here's here's what I'm gonna say about it. It's two hours. I, I enjoyed it. I didn't expect a lot out of it. It's got some. It's it's pretty action. It reminded me a lot of Aliens. Okay. Or Alien actually. Okay. And um, uh, it got killed in the reviews. I don't I don't think it's as bad as everybody thinks. It's, I mean, it's not a it's not a great movie, but it was enjoyable. Um, but apparently there's going to be a Cloverfield four that takes place during World War Two, and it's supposed to come out later this year in the theaters. Oh. Um, so I'm curious to see because this just answered some questions but created more. Let's put it that way about Clover. <laughs> I love it. That's cool. Then yeah, I'm down with that. I'll give that a watch. Are we Alan getting something in my ear? Uh oh, we have some breaking news. Oh my goodness! You want to do your do to do to do? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you okay. do that anyway? <laughs> Black Panther sets another ticket sales record. Damn! Black Panther movie? What was that? Oh, wait, my other ear is going off now, too. Oh. <laughs> Black Panther. It's a Black Panther double take. Black Panther is also at 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow. You're kidding. So they had their, yeah, they had their premiere ready, and professionals have been reviewing it, and it's at 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. Holy crap. So, apparently. This movie is supposed to be really good. And I read another article that says that Killmonger, who's the main villain, Eric Killmonger, is one of the best villains the MCU has ever created. Killmonger? Who the heck is that? I thought it was like Mr. Vibranium guy. Claw. I thought it was Claw. No, it's Eric Killmonger. Huh. It's it's the guy that plays Creed. Oh, why did I think it was Claw? Huh. Well, he's part of it. Okay. But he's not the main villain. Yeah. So yeah, Black Panther. No, I meant Jim Carrey's claw. Oh, sorry. <laughs> the best. claw. No, from Liar Liar. Remember the claw? Oh, uh, okay. Gotcha. <laughs> okay. All right. So, so it sets a ticket record, ticket pre, ticket sale record for pre, like you know, preview whatever. Pre-sale. Yeah. It's selling. Yeah, it's selling a lot of tickets, and it's got. <laughs> A Rotten Tomato score at 100%. That's amazing. That is amazing. That's Holy amazing. crap. Is Black... Here's my question. Is Black Panther going to do for, I guess, the African-American community what Wonder Woman did for the female community last year? I have no idea. Yeah, I don't know either. I'm not... No. Either one of those. Um, but, so you know, my curious. excitement is... So you know, when we saw the Avengers trailer, because we did the reaction video... On how closely Black Panther is part of that storyline, right? I mean, I think that's that has me a little giddy. Also, that we're we're like inching closer and closer to the Infinity War, and this Black Panther is one of those big steps towards it. Okay, so listen to this. Yeah, listen to this. That that's early box office projections initially placed back Black Panther on a course to earn between one hundred million and one hundred twenty million in its U.S. premiere. Mm-hmm. A week later, that figure was adjusted to 150 million. So this thing's looking to make 150. It's projected to make 150 million probably from Thursday to to, to Sunday. That's next insane! Week. Oh my god, that's a lot of money. That's more than 25 million a day. <laughs> wow! Holy crap! I have to go buy a ticket for this thing. Yeah, right. <laughs> 
<laughs> I know, with all those people buying all these tickets, I guess they're going to be sold out. Yeah, I was just going to go after work on Friday, but might be sold out. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. I was going to well, do the same thing. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, I was going to try to movie pass it. So but, was I. Because <laughs> yeah, I paid for my uh, Thor ticket. I paid for my Last Jedi ticket. So I'm like, ah, I can movie pass Black Panther. Yeah. You, you know you're going to see Is it again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Doesn't matter with you. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. And speaking of which, we yeah. will be dropping a we will be dropping a podcast on our thoughts of Black Panther. Oh, how lovely. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, unfortunately, Alan, that's all our time. And uh, I'd like to apologize for to Aquaman and Boba Fett for not getting to sports and weather. <laughs> oh, boy. But we, we hope they come back next week. Yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> That'd be awesome. All right, then. Uh, any more news, Mr. Jonathan? Because I'm done. Uh, that's it, buddy. We're tapped out for the week. Oh, and I'm spent. <laughs> All right. Well, this is your host, Alan. And this is your co-host, Jonathan. Signing off. Bye. <laughs> got to work on that one. You got it. Yeah. We'll All figure right. it out. All right. Peace. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>